lovely human beings and welcome back to the Equal and Free With Me podcast. This is Lauren, your host talking. I am so excited to be back with you all today. So much has been happening in my life in terms of traveling. I was just in South Carolina with my family and then I visited a friend in Austin, Texas. Now I then went to New York and now I'm back in my hometown for a little bit before I head to Chicago. Some exciting things happening in Chicago. Um, Stay tuned. And then it's my birthday, then I'm going to Lollapalooza, then I'm coming home and there's something else happening in New York City. So, so much has been happening lately, which is why I had to take a break from the podcast. But we are ready to get full rolling again, hopefully. (laughs) I always say that, but you just never know in Lauren's world. But today, I kind of just wanted to jump right into today's topic which is nobody truly understands what it's like to have celiac disease unless you have it no one truly understands what you're going through if they don't have it in terms of having celiac disease and autoimmune disease Crohn's disease IBS whatever medical issue you're going through only you understand that pain and only you understand that struggle obviously if someone else has celiac disease You guys may be able to relate on so many levels and that's why this community is so amazing because I can talk about my pain and I can share my struggles and many of you come back to me and are like, wow, I go through the same exact thing. But at the end of the day, no one can truly understand. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this today was because I recently had a conversation with a friend about how I ordered at a restaurant and it really upset me. So let's kind of get into it. It actually led me to like cry on the streets of a city (laughs) because it was just hard for me to explain to this person that they truly don't understand what it's like to have celiac disease. So I wanted to just kind of walk through that story and kind of dive more into this topic. But I guess before I start that, we can talk about why can't people understand what it's like to have celiac disease? And I think the reason no one can truly understand is because when you go through this sort of pain, your outlook on life and the things you enjoy in life completely changes. You become a more positive person. You find happiness in the simpler things. You are just, you take life so much more for granted because you know how easily it can be turned upside down, meaning not having the best health. And people who don't have to go through this and just live an everyday normal life, they don't understand what it's like to not have everything right on their plate. They don't know what it's like to fight for their health. They don't know what it's like to not just be able to eat a simple meal and feel healthy. This is foreign to them. So they can't possibly imagine what you're going through and possibly relate to what you're going through and feel sympathetic for you because they've never been there. Obviously, they can tell you that they're sorry and that they feel bad and that they're there for you and they want to support you, but that only goes so far and that only lasts so long because they don't understand. And I say that because, like, in the beginning of my diagnosis, you know, my family was there supporting me. Every time I got gluten, they would be by my side. And now today when I get gluten, there's nobody there normally. No, everyone's like, oh, checks under me. Oh, she's good. And then leaves me alone. But it, deep down inside, I still want that sympathetic 
side from my family being like, it's okay, Lauren, let me hold your hair back while you vomit. Like, I want that sympathy. But they think that I'm stronger because I've gone through it 15 million times, so they don't give me that support that I need anymore. And I haven't taken that as a sign that they don't love me or that they don't care about me. It's just life, you know? During the hard times in life, not everyone's going to be by your side. At the end of the day, the only person you truly have and the only person who truly understands your pain is yourself. And although it can be saddening when someone isn't there by your side to support you or when you don't get that sympathy that you're looking for, it's really hard, but it makes you so much stronger as a person. And if you can get through these hard times by yourself, you can truly conquer anything. And I always think to myself, cool, I live at home now. Like if I get gluten, my family's there. But then when I got glutened in Hawaii, it was just me, me in the toilet. (laughs) Um, my friend was there, but he had no idea what the heck was happening, and I had just met this person, so they weren't going to be by my side to help me vomit into a toilet. Um, and one day when I live alone and I get glutened, it's just going to be me. So I'm almost getting comfortable with trying to do things alone so that it doesn't seem so scary when I am by myself. But just know that because people who don't have celiac disease, IBS, or Crohn's, because they don't understand that pain that you're going through, They can only be sympathetic for so long before that sympathy kind of wears away and they think that you're okay just because you've gone through something for a long period of time. Obviously, you know that's not the case, but sadly, that's how most of this happens. So the story that I'm about to tell has to do with ordering at restaurants. Ordering at restaurants is something that I get a lot of people commenting on my TikToks. Um, I post a lot of TikToks of me ordering my food and a lot of people comment wow, I couldn't imagine even doing that. Like, that's so scary. I don't even go out to eat because I'm so scared to order. And I don't think, I think that when my friends and family see me order, they think I'm confident. They think that I'm not nervous. They think I know what I'm doing because I've been doing it for a long time. They therefore think it's easy. And they don't know when anyone else with celiac disease. So they think that's normal. And I don't think it is. I think that someone taking the risk to go out and order food at a restaurant makes you really strong. It's scary, but, and it's a really hard thing to do because you never really know what the end product or end result's going to be, but it's definitely not easy. And it's something that, a skill set that I had to develop over the past six years. When I first got diagnosed, I had no idea how to go out and order. I had no idea about cross-contamination. I had no idea what the right questions to ask were. To be honest, I don't even know how I learned the right questions to ask. I probably learned just from getting sick so many times because I didn't follow any celiac influencers. I didn't even know if there was a community when I got diagnosed. Um, My doctors didn't tell me anything. I didn't have any cards to show people. I I had nothing. If anything, maybe I Googled questions, but I don't even think I did that, honestly. Um, So... Me ordering at a restaurant now versus me ordering when I first got diagnosed, these are two different people. So much knowledge was gained, so much confidence was gained through practicing, so much confidence was also gained through getting sick. Knowledge was gained that way as well. Um, And in the beginning, I was okay with not going out to eat. Because I was just so scared of getting sick and I was getting sick repeatedly. So not going out to eat was like, I was fine with that. As long as I could stay home, eat a meal that I enjoyed. Sometimes my meals that I make are sometimes better than the restaurant. So I was okay with not eating out. And today, 
when I go out to eat and I order, I am so okay with the fact that I can just go out to eat. The fact that I have the skill set and the knowledge to order food um, safely. I haven't gotten sick in almost a year. So the fact that I can do that, I'm really proud of myself. It doesn't even have to be a good meal. That's how, that's how much I don't care. I'm like, just the fact that now I can probably go out to eat at any restaurant I want, whether they have a gluten-free menu or not, just because I know the exact questions I need to ask, I know the exact people I need to speak to, and I know the exact food that I can order that is probably not going to be cross-contaminated because of my knowledge on restaurants, my knowledge on celiac disease, and all of that. I could go out to a restaurant and order a stale piece of bread and just be happy that I was able to eat something with my friends and family. And I think that's something that people without celiac disease don't understand. And it's going, all this is going to come back into play into the story I'm about to tell. So I went out to this ice cream store called Jenny's Ice Cream. And I shared the story on TikTok. And, no, not TikTok. I shared the story on Instagram. And found out that this ice cream store is usually pretty allergen friendly. A lot of people say that they enjoyed going here. I had heard of it before. I think it was in Nashville, but I had never been. Um, it is hard ice cream, and I don't normally get hard ice cream because it's usually cross-contaminated, and it's not always safe for someone with celiac disease. But later, found out that they're a very great allergen-friendly ice cream shop um, that a lot of people with celiac disease do go to, and they kind of try to stand up to those allergen standards. But I did not have that experience when I went to Jenny's Ice Cream And I went here in Austin, Texas. And basically, I walked into the ice cream shop. I think I might have said I wanted ice cream. No, no, no. I think my friend was like, oh, where'd you get... Yeah, okay, I remember now. My friend saw someone with ice cream and was like, whoa, where did you get that? That looks amazing. And they were like, oh, Jenny's ice cream. So then we decided to go get ice cream. Um, So I wasn't planning on getting any, honestly. And then we got there and I was like, you know what? I'll just like casually ask if they would be able to accommodate me. So we walked in and I went up to the server and I was like, hi, just curious, like, would you be able to accommodate me? I have a gluten allergy that would require you opening a new tub of ice cream. Are you able to do that? And the girl scooping the ice cream looked at me with like kind of a confused face. She was like, oh, what kind of allergy? And I was like, a gluten allergy, um, like anything with wheat, flour, stuff like that. Um, and she didn't really understand, so she turned around to the person behind her, who was the manager, and the manager was definitely busy. There was no one in the store, but at that time, and then she turned to me, and she was like, oh, so all we'll do is just, we'll just clean the scooper, and that'll be cross-contamination safe, and I was like, oh, unfortunately, because um, it's like a severe allergy, again, I always say allergy instead of celiac disease, because they don't always understand celiac disease, Um, I was like, I'll need a new tub opened. Um, I'm not sure if you're able to do that. If not, it's okay. And she's like, no, 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 we can totally just clean the scooper and it will be fine. And I was like, oh, like, I I just can't do that just because if you scooped gluten ice cream and then you scoop gluten-free ice cream, there can be a chance that I would get sick. And she's like, I'm not understanding what the issue is. And I just started to get so uncomfortable because this whole group of people walked in and she came up to like the front and she just like kept bickering back and forth with me she was like I'm just not understanding like what why this is not okay and I was like oh like you know what just don't worry about it like it's okay I'm I'm told I'm not even like hungry for ice cream right now I was just curious if you would be able to accommodate me and she's like 
well, no, like, why can't we just clean the scooper? And I, and I was like, well, because of cross-contamination. And then I explained it again. And she was like, and I was like, just don't worry about it. Like, it's really okay. I don't want to be a burden or anything like that. And then I just started to get really uncomfortable because everyone was listening. Everyone was staring. My friends started to get uncomfortable. Um, and when that happens, I just kind of, like, shrivel up. Like, my extroverted Lauren self is not there anymore. I just wanted to run out of the store and, like, not be there. But my friend had already I'd ordered, so I had to stay in there. Uh, I was so uncomfortable. And then she was like, you know, it's fine. We'll open a new tub. Um, and then I just felt, I felt like at that point she just was, like, annoyed at me. So she was doing it out of being annoyed. And I was just like, no, 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 like, it's okay. Like, seriously, it's not a big deal. And then she kept arguing back, like, come on, just give me your flavor. And then I was like, Ugh. This is so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I just felt so uncomfortable. Um, so I was like, okay, like, sure. Like, as long as you clean the scooper and a new towel, like, I'll get the caramel ice cream. So she got me my scoops. We paid for it and left. And I just was so uncomfortable. Like, I wanted to, like, hide in a bush and, like, not talk to anybody. Because I just felt like I wasn't being taken seriously. And I didn't expect this person to know what celiac disease was or what a gluten allergy was. But I guess after explaining it a couple times, I was hoping that she would kind of, like, come to terms with the fact that, like, I have the allergy and she doesn't. And she would kind of understand and accommodate. But instead, it just turned into her kind of, like, bickering back and forth with me and, like, her thinking that she knew more than me but I actually have the disease and like that just didn't sit well with me and I think when I get that gut feeling that someone isn't taking me seriously or they're not willing to listen to what I need um not that I'm trying to be privileged here because I do get people on TikTok that are like you're being a Karen you're being entitled I didn't choose to have a gluten allergy not really I didn't or like celiac disease I didn't choose to have this a huge part in celiac disease is advocating for yourself. And if I don't advocate for myself, I won't be able to eat anywhere. Um, you can call me entitled. You can call me a Karen for wanting to go out and enjoy socialization and enjoy eating out. But that doesn't really make sense. Um, so, so then we left the restaurant and my friend, I, I told my friend, I was like, wow, that like made me feel like super uncomfortable. And they were like, actually... I don't know. I feel like I have some things I could say on that situation. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they were like, why don't we sit down and I'll just like tell you my honest thoughts. And I was like, oh God, <laughs> like, I don't even know if I want to hear this right now. Cause I was already on my period. I was hormonal. No, I wasn't on my period. I was PMSing before my period. I was super hormonal, super sensitive. And I just knew that this person was going to go off on me, like about the situation, but I had ice cream. So I was like, maybe it will be okay. <laughs> so they, in the nicest way, they weren't trying to be rude at all. They were like, I honestly think you might've been a little bit rude in the situation because, and I was like, what are you talking about? I wasn't trying to be rude at all. And that person was like, but you know, at the end they were like trying to say, oh, we'll open a new tub for you. And then you just kept saying no. And they were like, that kind of sounded a little bit petty. And I was like, like, I guess from the outside, like, I could see that being the case. But, like, when you go through getting sick at restaurants so many times because people aren't fully understanding the severity of your gluten allergy and you put trust in those people, those are always the times that I get sick. 
So the moment I hear that lack of trust in someone's voice or they give me a sense of tone of voice or or just that feeling that they're not taking you seriously, that's the moment that I lose trust and my gut tells me do not order because you're taking a risk that you could possibly get sick and that's not something I want to experience at all. And this person was like, but they were trying to be nice and get you ice cream from a new tub. And I was like, one, I don't think they were trying to be nice. I think they were doing it out of being annoyed by me. Two, it wasn't that I was trying to be rude and not order. I was simply following my gut instincts from previous experiences and getting sick to know that this probably wasn't maybe the safest place to order food through someone who wasn't taking me seriously. Now, this person was never going to see eye to eye with me. We went on for like 20 minutes and I actually ended up like bawling my eyes out because they thought that I was taking the situation for granted, I think. Um, And they also said like, you need to be more clear when you walk in, like exactly what you can tell someone exactly what you need. Um, like you can't expect people to know what you need. And I was like, I was never expecting someone to know what I needed. I fully explained my allergy. Um, and they were basically saying that the way to make them understand is for them to feel bad for me, to tell them like, I'm so sorry I'm a burden right now, but I'm wondering if you'd be able to open a new container with me because I have a severe gluten allergy and, you know, I'll get really sick and possibly like vomit if I get cross-contaminated and that really pissed me off because I don't think having a gluten allergy or celiac disease or being born with a disease makes me a burden and that really ticked me off and I don't want to look at someone and say to them with a straight face that I think I'm a burden because I worked in the food industry since I was 15 years old and I had celiac disease the past couple, like the, the last three or four years that I was working in the food industry. And never once did I think before I got diagnosed with celiac disease that someone with a peanut allergy or someone with an allergy was a burden to me because my job as someone working in the restaurant industry is to take care of that person and to serve them no matter what their dietary restrictions are without an attitude, without getting annoyed because I'm being paid to do my job and that is part of your job. And I started to get, I'm getting heated right now because I'm just thinking about the conversation. Um, And this person went on to say, well, Lauren, if you don't make someone feel bad for you, then you're never going to be able to eat anywhere. They're like, you know, the more you sympathize with the person you're ordering with and the more you make them feel bad, the more likely they'll do kind things for you and you'll get a safe meal back. Am I saying they're wrong? No. Maybe you are completely correct and me sympathizing with someone and telling them that I'm a burden is going to make them feel bad for me and it's going to make them accommodate for me. But just the thought of like telling someone that I think I'm a burden because I was born with celiac disease like just did not sit well with me. And they also went on to say, but don't you want to be able to eat like anywhere you want in the world? Like Don't you want to have those abilities to just choose a restaurant and be like, I'm going to eat there? And it's like they were saying, like, the moment you get nervous, you always pull away because this person's with me a lot. So they just started to notice that the moment I feel distrust, I just give up and I walk out of the restaurant or I just say I don't want anything. 
and they're like why are you keep why do you keep putting yourself in these situations and then just saying at the end that you don't want anything when you really do want the food they were like well maybe if you talked in this kind of like I'm a burden type way that you know they would be more accommodating to you and you'd be able to eat anywhere you want to and then I think this comes into play with this conversation that someone without celiac disease someone who can eat food freely and not get sick has no idea what it's like to eat out with celiac disease they have no idea how hard it is to go out to restaurants I mean, now that I'm six years in, maybe I make it look a little bit easy, but they have no idea how hard it was for me five years ago to even sit down at a restaurant and try to order food for myself. And they have no idea how many years in a row that I went out to eat and would get sick every single time because I would trust someone that I, in my gut, thought that I shouldn't trust, but I did it anyways because I was scared to say no. And I suffered the consequences of that by getting cross-contaminated every time in my gut I felt that I shouldn't have ordered. So now this person continues to see me ordering and the moment I feel that lack of trust is the moment I say no to a server and they start to see that and they're like wow she's just giving up so easily and that's not me giving up easily that is me using past situations to tell myself you've gone through this situation multiple 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 times and every time you felt that feeling you've gotten sick. So now when you feel that feeling, you stick up for yourself and you say, nope, not going to order. And that's something they are never going to understand because they don't know what it's like to go out to a restaurant to eat food and get sick. They don't know what it's like to feel lack of trust in a waiter because they've never had to trust a waiter with their life, you know? And this person hadn't known me when I was really sick. So I tried to explain that to them and they just like weren't understanding. And that's okay. I'm not expecting them to understand. I did kind of want them to see a little bit eye to eye with me or compromise a little bit here because this is my situation and my story and there's no way you understand everything that I've been through and the pain that I've been through. And you know me now as the strong, confident Lauren who can eat out and is healthy, but you didn't know me when I was on the worst of my worst. And don't try to pretend like you know what I'm going through because you have absolutely no idea. And I tried to tell them, like, saying no to a server and not eating makes me happier than ordering food, not knowing for sure if it's truly gluten-free and getting sick, and then being like, why did you just do that? Why didn't you just trust your gut and not order? And they don't know what that's like. I would have been completely fine that night that we walked into the ice cream store and leaving with nothing. One, because I didn't walk in there with the intention of even getting ice cream. Two, Because I would have been more happy that I walked out of that ice cream store trusting myself, trusting my gut, and knowing I wasn't going to get sick versus causing someone to get annoyed, causing someone to have to do something out of their routine that they didn't want to do, being a burden to that person, and then in the end, possibly getting sick because that person was annoyed at me and didn't follow all the proper cross-contamination procedures, even though they did. So... This situation, again, just goes to show that no one that has, that does not have celiac disease is ever fully going to understand the journey you've been through, the pain that you've been through, the struggles that you've been through, the growth that you've been through, the knowledge gain that you've experienced. They will never understand any of that. They may try to see you eye to eye, maybe. In this situation, some people won't be able to see that. Some people will stick to their 
their roots and what they know and they won't be able to see eye to eye with you on the situation because again they have no idea what it's like and that's okay too these are situations that you just have to shut down and be like look and this is what I said I was like look you're never gonna see eye to eye with me you're never gonna know what I've been through you were never at the hospital when I was sick you weren't there for me during the hard times and maybe if you would you would be able to understand the situation right now but don't ever tell me that I'm a burden to anybody and don't tell me to tell anybody that I'm a burden to anybody because I am not and and if anyone says this shit to you like someone said to me do not let them tell you that because that is so fucked up and that is so wrong and you're not a burden you being born with a disease does not make you a burden and if someone in the food industry thinks that way then they should be fired because (laughs) that is not the case at all you are an amazing human being and no matter your dietary restrictions you deserve to be treated with respect and with the same um the same respect as someone without a dietary restriction because again you're paying for a service and when you're paying for a service you should be getting exactly what you need and my friend if they're here might be listening to the story and I think this might be a good learning experience for that person to understand where I'm coming from but again I've already had this conversation with them and they probably won't see where I'm coming from and that's okay but I just wanted to share this story to show you guys that I might preach about celiac disease. This is my full-time job. I talk about celiac disease all the time, but I still experience people who don't see eye to eye with me and who aren't willing to understand where I'm coming from. And it can be difficult at times. But again, this all comes around the idea that if you don't have celiac disease, you have no goddamn idea what someone else is going through. So don't you dare try to like impose something upon them because you haven't been through what they've been through. So that's just a reality check that I wanted to share with you guys because I haven't really had that conversation with someone in so long because most of my friends are really supportive and see eye to eye with me. And again, this person wasn't trying to be rude at all. They weren't trying to make me feel bad. They were just simply trying to have a conversation about the topic to kind of see if I would see how they were seen, which... At points, I did see how they were trying to talk about the situation, but it wasn't something I was willing to come down to because, because again, I'm not going to label myself as a burden to somebody, like to a server, because I don't believe, I don't believe that at all. Um, But yeah, always be your biggest best friend. Always be your biggest supporter. Always stand up for yourself in these situations with servers and trust your gut because it knows best and... Don't let your friends and your family tell you that you're less than because of your autoimmune disease. Um, And these are some tough conversations that you might have to have with people. Like this one was definitely not easy for me to have. I literally started bawling my eyes at the end. (laughs) But they're conversations that kind of allow you to reflect on your own journey and on your own situation. And they teach you to understand your confidence, and your strength. And yeah, I think it's so important for you to reflect on. And these are common stories that I do share on my Instagram, which is at eat.glutenfreewithme and my TikTok at eatglutenfreewithme. So if you if you want to just hear more about my realities with celiac, IBS, and Crohn's disease, I would definitely give me a follow on my social medias. Also, there are some exciting things coming up in August and September. 
um, in Chicago and New York City. I haven't shared any of it yet, but be sure to be on the lookout for that, which will be posted on both probably more my Instagram versus TikTok because that's where I just post more everyday things. So be sure to follow me on my socials. And obviously, if you enjoy this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a written review. And I love you guys, and I'm excited to talk to you in the next podcast. And have a wonderful day, lovely.